And now, brought to you by Guru Energy Drinks. Good energy, smart organics. www.guruenergy.com Coming to you live, but not really live, from Gut Check World Headquarters in the capital city of a boxing glove-shaped state and Gut Check South Command, deep in the belly button above the buckle of the Bible Belt, it's the Gut Check Podcast with your hosts, Ted Cluck and Zach Bartles. Hey, welcome to the Gut Check Podcast. I am Ted Cluck. He is Zach Bartles. Uh, and this is the greatest podcast in the history of the internet. Amen. Uh, according to uh, a handful of people in Germany and you all. No, uh, the handful of people in Germany think it's the 99th greatest podcast. Now, number ni- number 99 in the uh, in the rankings, number one in their in their German hearts. That's <laughs> um, and Zach, you've got uh, you've got a little bit of new body art, baby. You yeah, talk- man. Finally got those tats I was talking about. Okay, and uh, and. Talk us through the uh, the psychology of that, man. Now that they're they're on your body permanently, I mean, is are are you fully uh, excited to have those? Is there any pang of regret or anything you wish they'd done differently? What what's the psychology there? No, man, I wouldn't. I, I'm I am the kind of individual who would not have gotten them if I wasn't a thousand percent sure. Right. Um, and, and a thousand percent sure, of course, is an impossibility. But but that's it how is. sure I was. Yeah, it is. But I but I like the. I like the vim and vigor. You know what I mean. I, I knew that you didn't mean a thousand. Like especially literally. the vim. The vim yeah, is what we appreciate vim. most. Yeah. yeah. Now, is your wife? Uh, is she excited about the tattoo? You know, she is in ways that probably I shouldn't even go into here. Really? Better not let her around Joe Thorne then. Oh, that could get weird. <laughs> Who now has some tattoos on his face? I think since we recorded last, yeah, he's actually getting he's getting one on his tongue right now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Breaking new ground. Well, uh, baby, we're gonna have a uh, we're gonna have a short episode here today because I had a TV interview that uh, that ran a little bit long, so I apologize for that. Um, and I have uh, I actually have I have an ear infection, which is like the official malady of being four years old. Yeah, except, yeah. I'm sorry, little guy. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, little guy. I've got my little <laughs> ball of cotton taped to my ear. Just you like need a, a hot water bottle, maybe. Yeah, I need a little hot water bottle and you know some some saltines and and Sprite. I'll be good to go. But uh, hey, so Ted. yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I go, go keep keep sussing that out. The, the no, picture I, of you as a little sussing. boy. It wasn't making me uncomfortable at all. Keep keep going with that, dude. You know what? We had something else we were going to suss out on the program. What was it? Um, I don't know. But did, did you get my text about uh, the the follow up text to the the guys who I thought were ripping you off? Yes, I did, and they're not ripping me off. Yeah, I actually had a I had a student bring that to my attention a couple of weeks ago. Uh, there's a documentary, a new documentary, ESPN thirty for thirty called. Chasing Tyson sounds a lot uh, like facing Tyson. Sounds a lot like facing. My, my book, obviously uh, released in 2006, was called Facing Tyson, and um, I looked into it. I was tweaked for a minute, but then I, I realized it was a documentary uh, about the life of Evander Holyfield and and how kind of perception wise he's he was always chasing the you know kind of the 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 celebrity and the fame that Tyson had, even though he beat Tyson twice in the ring. So uh, oh, I, I have see. not viewed it. Looks like a great doc. Um, and yeah, the title is a lot like the title of my book, which is weird. Ted, I want to tell you something I was doing earlier this week. I was going through on my Palm Pilot, uh-huh. and I had gotten a new program where I could encrypt my passwords and keep them a little more securely. Mm, nice. So I'm, I was going through, I was deleting yeah, some you, that you I... Can, you can still get new programs for the Palm Pilot? Is this what I'm hearing? They're old new programs. Old new but, programs. But okay. yeah, you, you can get all the... I, I email people regularly and say, hey, that software that you wrote for the Palm Pilot like nine <laughs> years ago, and, uh-huh. and I can't buy it because it doesn't exist anymore as like a, yeah. a, a product. Can I have the code? And they always just give me the code. So I'm always kind of really? getting new programs that are old programs. So it's exciting yeah, and it's awesome. free. Yeah, That's really cool. Now, how do you find these people? And are they surprised to hear from you? 
Uh, no, because anytime you go to the like little about thing on a on a software app, it'll, okay. it'll have their email address, and okay. you can just you can just uh, get, give it a try. Find them on Twitter, that kind of thing. Sure, and, sure. and they are ex- very surprised usually. They're like, "Wow!" And then they often will give me you know more than I asked for. You know, I, I'm always getting new new programs for my. Dude, Palm that's Pilot. amazing, man! You keep running that thing. Now, is there any is there any <laughs> chance of the Palm Pilot just dying? I mean, is there a shelf life on that kind of technology? Well, I actually have. Uh, I think I could probably piece together nine full functioning uh, Palm Pilots from the parts and 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 uh, devices in my possession. So wow! Now, they, do you have those on? A, I imagine like a, a workbench with like with uh, with Palm Pilot parts kind of strewn about. Is that is that accurate? I wish I did, but I I actually just have them in a box, actually in my son's closet. So, oh wow. Nice. Yeah, that's not quite as as cool and and kind of like eighties hacker movie as as it. Yeah, could be. right. Like the eighties hacker movie scenario. That's what I was kind of <laughs> kind of looking at there. But in the process of of, I was throwing out some uh, passwords for websites that don't exist because I started this list in two thousand two, and I came across ratemyprofessors.com. dot com. Okay. And I went on it. Yeah. And you know who I looked up on it? Who who? I looked up Professor Ted Clock. No, no kidding. And uh, and what did you find there? Hold on, let me open up my palm and go to my new password. It's called Password Safe, and it's really, oh. really um, like blocky That's letters. Outstanding. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, this whole thing seems really efficient. So, so, you, so you're you're telling me you're able to look at ratemyprofessors.com on your Palm Pilot? No, no, okay. no. I can't. I can't do that, man. Okay. It's it's more like looking at what my sign in is on my Palm Pilot and what my okay. password is. Oh, I see. And then being able to type that in yeah. afterward on I my see. computer. Okay. And I'm going to tell you, I don't even have to bring it up to tell you this. There's, okay. uh, you're in there twice, once for Montcalm Community College and once for Cornerstone University. Not yet for uh, Not your, yet for Union. Probably okay. because this thing has jumped the shark and no students use it anymore. Sure, sure. Uh, but on both of them, okay. you, uh, you have a uh, like jalapeno pepper. Okay. And that is the rate of the professor's hotness. Really? Wow. So each person who puts in uh, a rating also has to designate whether or not the professor is hot. And if the professor's hot, then you click the jalapeno pepper. That's that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Yep. And, yeah. and then I think it basically if you have a, a majority uh, vote there. Okay. Yeah. So here I am. Overall quality. Are you ready okay. for this, man? I'm ready. This yeah, is on a five you. scale. Okay. 4.9. Wow. Okay. Hotness, the little hot pepper. Okay. Uh, nice. And six ratings here. Uh, let me just read a couple. Just, okay. I want to prop you up here a minute. Dude, we're going deep into reviews here, man. This is Listen this to this, is, man. Yeah. I, I thought some of these were just fascinating. I had a profound hatred for English coming in his class, but this guy is definitely not what you would expect from someone who teaches it. He's fun, interesting, enthusiastic, knowledgeable, and loves to teach. Easily the mm. best teacher I've ever had. Wow. Dude, that's really cool. That was really sweet of that person to say. And if I were hot, you know? Hey, great. Even you, better. You've also got a lot of five out of fives for easiness. Really? Yeah. Oh. Well, it is freshman English, or at that time it was. So, you know, it's you're you're not like splitting the atom in freshman comp. So. <laughs> <laughs> and that that was from Montcalm Community College, which is uh, uh, probably a slightly different uh, setting from, from yeah. Cornerstone uh, on the, a different end of several spectrums. For sure, for sure. Um, let me click over to, to Cornerstone, okay. Professor Ted Cluck. I don't know why I wouldn't put him together. I guess because it's... I don't know. I don't know how that works, yeah. Uh, probably because this is a website uh, from the time of the Palm Pilot. 
Exactly. Dude, are you ready for this? I am, yeah. I'm ready for whatever you have. Overall quality, 5.0. Wow. And again, with the hotness. Okay. I think these. I, I mean, I think you're a great guy, but I think they're overestimating and overstating your hotness from wow, my point really? of view. I mean, that's okay. Okay, well, that that's very honest. Never, I don't find you hot. I mean, you're, you're a good-looking guy, but well, well, this begs the question: Are there any guys that you find hot? I mean, uh, I mean, now that yeah. we're into this, sort of, is yeah, yeah, there are. There are guys that I find hot, and I'm not one of them, apparently. Uh, yeah, no, there's only like two. Who are they? Who are the two? This Brad is- Pitt is hot. Oh, absolutely. I could. Don't, do you do you find him? Oh. Dude, uh, I mean, I'm not attracted to, to him. That's a different question. He's incredibly hot, Zach. I mean, you know, that's not even a, a – I don't even have to bat an eye about that. I don't have to think about it. Who else? And, and then I'd say uh, Stephen Dorff. Stephen Dorff. <laughs> I just knew I had to now, throw someone's 90s out there because of I, that. I couldn't pick Stephen Dorff out of a lineup, to be honest. If he walked into my office right now, I wouldn't I wouldn't know who it was. You could because he was in Judgment Night, and now you know who he is, right? Uh, dude, it's been it's literally been like 20 years since I've seen Judgment Night. Okay, Ted, when we get together... I, I We've been trying to watch this movie for years. We can't find it we anywhere. Find Somebody it. send us Judgment Night so that when Ted and I get together at the end of the month, we can watch it. Yeah, exactly. Yes, we need we need... The Gut Check Army, which we truly appreciate, uh, everyone in the Gut Check Army. Uh, but we need one of you to come through with a copy of the DVD of Judgment Night. Uh, or VHS. I've got a VCR. I've got a VCR, That too. would be yeah. even more fun. It, it, would, it would really be fun. So if you have a VHS or a DVD of Judgment Night, uh, send it to uh, the Gut Check World headquarters, and um, and we would love to view that. And, uh, and then give you lots of love and affirmation. We would give you uh, a 5 out of 5 and a hot... Uh, jalapeno pepper rating uh, on the air on our program if, if you were to send us that. So Stephen Dorff and Brad Pitt, those are the two men that you think are hot. You do not think I'm hot. You know what? This this all kind of, and mixing in with the Judgment Night discussion, yeah. brings up a topic I did want to discuss. Okay. Uh, and that is when I see you for the first time in like five months Yeah. at the end of December, <laughs> how long of a hug can I get you? give you before <laughs> before it gets just weird? Dude, th- this this was the thing that we were going to suss out. Yeah, I remember that was now. it. Because yep. we talked about it via text. I, I honestly don't know. I, I think, Zach, I think it's not so much. And, and you you speak to this because you're a pastor. And in, in your pastoral role, you're probably kind of required to give a lot of hugs to a lot of people. I'm, I'm guessing parishioners. And, yeah, and yeah so. that, that is true. Yeah, it's not so much, Zach, to me, the duration of the hug as much as sometimes when you hug a, a, a guy... <laughs> <laughs> when you say you, are you talking in general? Or are you talking about me? I'm, I'm talking about um, like in general, oh, like okay. me, me and you, or, or just any me. guy. Like sometimes you hug a guy and they and they hold it a little too long and they and they start to sort of rub your back. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the, the hand goes up and down on on your back in such a way that you can you can sort of feel it. Like I feel like if that were to happen, I, I would feel a little strange about our hug. You know what I mean? Now, now, Ted, when uh, when you were gone in Ukraine for like three months, and <laughs> yeah. I and and I was face to face with you again, yeah, and I was very excited to see you, yeah. I went instead of like kind of quantity and and duration, yeah. I went more for like intensity and quality, yeah. And I kind of like like ran full at you, knowing that you know with your background in football, I wasn't going to hurt you or or yeah, like take I you all the way up down. Under that, you know, and yeah. I, and I think I brought you up off the ground. Would I that be that. more appropriate? That that would be great. That would be great. Yeah, the 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 big kind of uh, the big manly like bear hug where your your feet go a couple of inches off the ground, right? Uh, and maybe there's some internal bleeding, but it's yeah. with love. 
Yeah, you might like bruise a, an organ or something, but uh, but you yeah, got two I, kidneys, man. I don't think there's man. anything. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. All right, that, we'll go with that one then, and I'm going to start practicing. Here's what's weird too. These are tackling the dummies. Hugs between men. Okay. Um, the kind of hug where like the guy gives you the big hug, and then he sort of uh, he pull he pulls out for like a, a, a second, and then grabs your shoulders and just sort of looks at your face. I've never had that happen. Has that I, happened I've had to that you a couple times with like yeah with like older family members? You know what I mean? Like old like a like a grandparent or a uncle or something like. Like, gosh, it's been forever. Let me just get a look at you. you oh, let me kind of like lock this in. Let me, yeah, let me kind of lock. That's, that's really awkward. I, the only person I think that I would hug and then pull back and like hold by the shoulders and, and lock yeah. eyes with would be my wife. Oh, exactly. Yeah. After some, again, sort of unforeseen, you know, parting where, yeah, you're, you're coming back together, you know. Um, <laughs> well, I'm glad we've talked about this. I'm glad we sussed it out. And I'm, I'm glad to know who you think is, is hot. Yeah, it's you know? all straight sus to know. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad to know your types. You know? <laughs> Chris Hemsworth, you don't think Hemsworth is hot? No, I I don't understand your your man crush on Hemsworth. I think he's I think he's like the most kind of like um, he looks more drawn like like somebody drew him than anybody yeah. else I can think of. I guess I like that. I would I would like to myself be drawn. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'd like to look drawn because I, I feel like that would be better than the real thing, which obviously you agree with since you no, don't No, no, Ted. I think you're a real handsome guy. I was just making a joke that I don't find you hot. How oh, would you have felt yeah. if I would have been like, you know what? These guys are right with their little uh, their, their little <laughs> peppers, you man. I'd give you two peppers if I could. Doggone it. Now that you mention it, you know, <laughs> I really uh, – give me a minute here. <laughs> oh, not the other host. Yeah, he yeah. has his own stuff going on. So uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, no, I'm glad we've had this conversation. Zach, is it time to? Since we've got a little uh, truncated episode here, should we jump right into Gut Check Literacy Month? You know what, man? We've got almost a half an hour. Yeah, I, I want to suss out something else. Suss it, man. Throw we, it and suss it. What we didn't suss last time, what we didn't <laughs> okay. lean into at all, okay. w- was uh, the milestone we'd hit, which was the one year. Uh, I think the last time we recorded, it was one year anniversary of the podcast, and we didn't talk wow. about it one bit. Dude, that's crazy. I can't believe that came and went without us saying anything about it. But, uh, you know, in the fast-paced, media mogul, you know, kind of famous lives that we live, I mean, these things sort of, you have to be intentional about them. You know, you have to uh, you have to decide to uh, to commemorate an occasion like that. So, uh, so, yeah, a year of this. Can you believe it? And well, what I can't believe is uh, that we also almost uh, at the same time hit the the two hundred thousand feed hits mark, uh, wow. which was really exciting. That that is really exciting. With you our know, biggest I, I, month ever, which was November. This, this dude, last that's month. incredible, man. So seriously, all kidding aside, all tongue in cheek snarkiness aside, tongue out of cheek, if you will, tongue out of tongue firmly out of cheek. <laughs> um, thank you to our our listeners, man. It's amazing that uh, that you keep coming back and that you keep. Uh, Listening and retweeting and uh, interacting with us uh, online, meeting, interacting with Zach, and uh, we uh, we enjoy that, man. So keep uh, keep coming back. Tell your friends about the Gut Check podcast. Uh, send us free stuff, and uh, we'll we'll continue um, talking into our computers once a week uh, for you. It's a real it's a real labor of love, is what it's it is. A labor of love, give, give, give. You know, <laughs> we do it all for you, and and by that I mean we we really do it for ourselves. And I mean, if at whatever point it got not fun, we would stop doing it. But <laughs> we we do we do we do it all for uh, for you for the listeners. And it, along those lines, Zach, I've been uh, you know I spend many an evening just uh, 
you know, kind of staring into space and reflecting on the program and thinking of things that we could do and, and do better. I think we need to get back to some like some of the high concept sort of bits that we did uh, early in the life of the program. One time we made soda stream soda on the air. Mm-hmm. Um, another time we ate a box of tacos on the air. Art. Um, performance art. It, it was performance art. And I feel like, you know, with all the fame and all the iTunes rankings and all the Guru sponsorships, which P.S., uh, thank you again to Guru. They're still with us somehow. So. GuruEnergy.com. Uh, they must not have been listening the last couple episodes, which uh, thank, <laughs> thank, thanks as well for that. But, uh, you know, with all that, with all the fame and, and fortune that's come our way this year, uh, I think we've we've lost a little bit of who we are. So we need to get back to uh, some of those high concept bits, in my opinion. Well, some what? of those are hard to do over the distance, but I mean, we could yeah. we could plan and or, or take some suggestions, and we could do some of that when we record uh, together. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Any suggestions? Hit us up at uh, what is it at Gut Check Pod on Twitter. Yeah. At Gut Check Pod, uh, tweet us your uh, suggestions for uh, for for new bits to do on the air. And uh, until then, we'll, uh, we'll we'll keep doing this sort of thing, and uh, <laughs> and part of this sort of thing is Gut Check Literacy Month. And uh, Zach, this is a roughly thirty-five week month of um, of readings from our novel Reraptured. I don't know if you've thought about it, but that's actually not a normal month. Well, I, I think we addressed this a couple of episodes ago, but on the kind of Mayan Incan you know, ancient Hebrew Greek calendar, you know, it actually a month is 35 weeks. So um, makes perfect sense. You can look that up, you know, to, to verify it's or not, not on the internet. Don't look it up. Yeah. Yeah. It's on the internet. Um, <clears throat> so we, yeah, we are deep into uh gut check literacy month, man. And I'm having a blast going through this book. Aren't you? I love it, man. This is, this is, it's actually rechanging, recolon changing my <laughs> whole worldview. So dude, what's your favorite thing about our book? Re-raptured? If I could put you on the spot for a minute. Oh, my. You know, I think my favorite thing is all of the different and disparate characters coming together yeah. around um, absolute insanity. Mm. And uh, and also the the way that we're funny with our words. Like the way yeah. that we use the yeah. words that we put down uh, <laughs> to make funny. You know, yeah. that's that's the, the funnies that we make. Yeah, you know what? Well said, man. Words-wise. I, I think I like the same things. You know, and it's just... It's further confirmation that we need to be in this company together, the fact that we both like the same things about our book, you know? Dude, Isn't that amazing? You know what? This this morning I got added to, speaking of our books, a, uh, a Facebook group, closed yeah. group, which I like being Ooh. part of. You know, it wow, feels it's very elite. Maybe. Like a fraternity almost. And it was uh, it's called the Charles Haddon Spurgeon Smokers Group or Cigar Group or something like that. Wow. Nice. And uh, no sooner was I on there when someone brought up the smoking companion, and they were all, uh, dude, that uh, book has made it. such an impact, man. And yeah, I have I have random guys down here who I meet who have read it too. And uh, we would be remiss right now if we didn't remind you that the Christian Gentleman Smoking Companion uh, still on sale at uh, Amazon.com for a very reasonable price uh, makes a great gift for the uh, cigar or pipe smoking. Uh, guy in your life, so the cigar uh, smoking guy or the pipe smoking guy who likes to get mad about the absence of about the pipe absence of pipe related content, which is a total crock because we do a huge. You're feature right. On the guy who makes art, Steve Brown and yeah. C.S. Lewis, and yeah, you're right. So one star reviewer, put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> what do you <laughs> think about uh, maybe tentatively setting uh, this coming summer as uh-huh. the volume two uh, release? Uh-huh. 
I love it, man. I absolutely love it. Where does that stand? Did we did we actually do writing on that? I feel like no, we did. I, no? I, we just brainstormed a bunch of ideas, and it, and it would be the kind of thing that would just happen real quick. Yeah, we got sidetracked by the, uh, the Gut Check Guide to Publishing, which is going to be uh, an amazing new release that's going to come out uh, far sooner than uh, the next summer. And, you know, we finally have everything in hand. Did we get Cliff's essay finally? Yeah, we got Cliff's stuff. Um, Cliff was in Peru, like, hunting people. And yeah. we, we say that not Typical in Cliff. a ha-ha way, but, like, yeah. literally. Uh, right, and right. and then he, he sent us some uh, news clippings of the, the guy that he had successfully, like, hunted, which was surreal. Yeah. yeah. You um, know, if I had a, a nickel for every time that happened, my friends, I, you know. And just, <laughs> I'd have a nickel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every, every, every day occurrence here in my life, but... Uh, but no, we're we're happy to have Cliff on board as always, and uh, I will look forward to to seeing what he's written because I haven't seen it yet. You know, Cliff had been talking about uh, writing conference, right? Like a man, us, right? guys doing it. We've been talking about it, and then you and I before that were talking. In fact, we were going to do it, uh, and then you moved away, and we were like, well, "We can't do it this year because you know there's yeah. so much involved in moving." Sure, sure. Um, I want that to happen, man. I do too, man. And and who's going to make that happen sooner? Is it going to be Cliff or is it going to be us or what? What's that going to look like? I don't know. Let's talk about that. Let's let's uh, re colon suss that out when we get together, dude. Let's suss it, man. We'll we'll <laughs> suss the the heck out of it. Absolutely. <laughs> and you know, I'm thinking we should concurrently have like a Christian gentleman's smoking symposium or something, uh, meaning. It's kind of separate but intertwined cigar event. You know, I know a guy. <laughs> With a house in West Michigan, we could we could maybe have it there. <laughs> if you don't go through the house, you don't go. You, oh yeah, yeah, you don't go through the house. You won't get to see the inside of it, but you'll see the outside of it, and then the back porch. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe we can get our stuff back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's get this chapter rolling. I don't know if there's anything for me to read. This is this is uh, a very Ted stream of consciousness uh, kind of. Here's a here's a, a simple scene, and then it goes into someone's head, and then it goes into the past, and all this stuff happens. I kind of want to yeah. just uh, sit here and, and listen to it, sit back and enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. No, you know, I think we have a couple of texts. In, all right, uh, I'll read the texts. Why don't you read the texts, and uh, and I'll take everything else. This is uh, this is chapter five, and it's called Human Interest. Ted Strongbow loves these things. These things being the sorts of soft, focusy, vaguely personal, but mostly about football kinds of feature interviews he's subjected to on a semi-weekly basis. He's sitting in a plush leather office chair in front of his locker, dressed in his dark blue silky game pants and a tight Under Armour t-shirt. He has biblically themed eye black on (laughs) already, even though the kickoff is four and a half hours away. The woman doing the interview is not unattractive. (laughs) She (laughs) She looks similar to the girl who got paid to write his term papers in college and is wearing the type of business suit slash dress getup that is supposed to make a woman look respectable in the office. But in this context, a locker room pregame just makes her look hot. It's blue, the suit. And Strongbow would never say that, the thing about her being hot out loud. (laughs) Yeah, you know, every time I walk out the door, I think about the family name and how I want to honor it, he hears himself saying into the glowing red dot on the top of her tape recorder which really isn't a tape recorder, but actually is a thing that records digital audio files. (laughs) That, he says, is what compels me to work so hard. The girl, Kate Russell, has learned during these athlete interviews to just pick a spot on the wall just above the athlete's left shoulder and focus on that. That way it looks like she's interested in what he's saying, even though what he's saying is mind-numbingly boring. She was an English lit major at the University of Colorado, but opted out of the education component. 
and opted not to stay in school to get an advanced degree. For this, she kicks herself, figure of speech, nearly every day of her life. She is thinking currently about the buffet in the press room and hoping it's chicken breast sandwich week and not chili dog week. (laughs) Strongbow is still talking. And yeah, you know, the running and the lifting, you know, just help keep me prepared, dot, dot, dot. Appropriate head nods, she reminds herself. She'll write this 1,200-word puff piece for Denver Today, a magazine of food, (laughs) sports, and lifestyle. They really use the exclamation points in her sleep tomorrow morning. Her iPhone buzzes on her lap. Strongbow doesn't even pretend to look at it because he's still monologuing about, about how the ASFL game is so much faster than it is in college. She furtively glances down at the text, afraid of offending Strongbow, but then realizing she could probably stand up and take off her clothes. And Strongbow, he's a virgin, she read about it in an Associated Press release, wouldn't notice. The text is from Alex Roth, who was in a few of her American Lit classes in school. He was the kind of kid who grew a beard so that he could look more writerly. She pretended to not like it so that she could look more authentic, but in reality, she's the kind of girl that, if she were a guy, would totally have grown a beard to look more writerly. Roth, did you ask him? Question mark, question mark, question mark. It annoys her how people use so many question marks when they text. She unaffixes her gaze for a second to read the text and then for a few more seconds to respond to Roth, on whom she had, has, a semi-serious crush, (laughs) though she admits that she may just be envious of the fact that he's still in school and has, therefore, theoretically, his whole life ahead of him. (laughs) And she's writing for Denver today. (laughs) Russell. Not yet. Patience, grasshopper. Smiley face emoticon. <laughs> this is the kind of flirty slash clever banter that will keep her texting with Alex Roth, she thinks. She also finds it ironic that most of her girlfriends would kill to be in this kind of proximity to a half-dressed, lantern-jawed American hero millionaire like Ted Strongbow, but that she's busy texting a skinny American <laughs> lit major. She decides for Roth that she needs to knuckle down and ask the real tough question. The one she didn't run by the little hair-gelled PR wonk ahead of time. So, Ted. She realizes that when most people start a sentence with the word so, it means that it's either bad news or a lie. She forges ahead. So, Ted, I read somewhere that you are the only player in the league to refuse the ASFL.com fan player homing device. Is that true? For the first time all interviews, Strongbow makes eye contact and makes the kind of pained face that a child makes when they're thinking hard about something. (laughs) (laughs) Section break. Strongbow realizes that time is of the essence here. It's important to stay on message and tell the semi-hot magazine girl that he refused the chip out of principle. But he can't forget that night, in the spring, right after he got to Denver for his first minicamp. He had finished his first official practice and round of media interviews as a bona fide member of the Denver Values, and was flying high, so to speak. He had also just been given his first gratis Cadillac by Franz Foreman Cadillac and was anxious to drive it around town. He ended up doing something he never does, which is driving to a bar. Actually, it wasn't a real bar. It was an Applebee's, but it had a bar in it. Anyway. <laughs> he went to the Applebee's hoping that someone would recognize him and ask for his autograph. It worked. Lots of people did, but there was one girl who didn't. Her name was Misty, and she was wearing a backpack. And she was doing that thing that girls do when they sit in a booth and where they sort of sit in it long ways and pull their knees up to their chests in a way that makes you think more about their chests than you would if they were just sitting normally. (laughs) He pauses from reflecting long enough to wonder if the magazine girl has noticed his chiseled biceps. (laughs) 
Anyway, Misty had approached him finally, not to ask for an autograph, but to ask him for help on a math question. Instead of offering help, he flashed the smile that made him a Dynex and Haynes spokesperson. She looked like a Misty, meaning that she looked like the kind of girl who should be chewing gum even if she isn't. Kind of trashy and small town hot. It was the homing device in his jeans pocket that ultimately saved his virginity. As they were fumbling about in the back of his Cadillac, she kept asking what it was that was jabbing into her thigh. He told her it was a computer chip that was supposed to be self-implanted just beneath the skin at the nape of his 22-inch neck. She looked at him dreamily and asked if she could have it, before giving him a long kiss and stuffing her phone number, scrawled on the back of an Applebee's receipt, into the pocket of his officially licensed Denver Values team dress shirt. He would like to say that he refused the homing device on principle, fearing that it was the mark of the beast. But in reality, he traded it for a furtive makeout session in the back of a car with a general studies student. <laughs> if he were ever to hate himself for any reason, he doesn't, it would be for this. <laughs> Section break. I'm sorry, can you repeat the question? <laughs> and that's the end of chapter five, uh, soft focus. Human interest. Human interest. I'm sorry. Forgot the name of my own chapter. Dude. Uh, uh, that gets into some really uh, dicey stuff there. You're not afraid to really take on the, the issues. Some adult content in that chapter, a man. A little bit, yeah. Some this real PG-13 type stuff. So if you're, if you're going to buy this for your kids, parents, just be aware that, uh, that the Ted Strongbow character does make out with a, a, a trashy college girl in the back of a Cadillac. Now, is there a rating system for books? I think, I mean, there's, there's one for TV, for movies, for video games. I don't think there is one for books. You know, there should be. And, uh... What, what do you think the rating would be on this book? I would, I mean, if it was going by the TV thing, I think it would be TV 14. TV because 14. Because there are some yeah. rather troubling, violent things that happen. <laughs> so I guess it makes our podcast uh, like PC 14 or something. <laughs> I won't reveal the name of the character who gets addled by machine gun fire. <laughs> and then He's later, okay, though. And then later ends up okay and resting comfortably at a Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> But uh, but I feel like the addling with machine gun fire would really that would draw a, a harsh rating. Yeah, the, so. things like that, and also exploding body parts and. But you know what? You don't see it though. Is the thing like they don't show it? It's because it's a book. <laughs> <laughs> it's a book, so by definition, they don't show it. Well, you know I guess I mean? you show it is the thing while you read it, which is you kind show of it, like, in your mind in the theater of your own mind. That's the weird thing about it. I mean, because if, if you have like a, a sense of censorship inside your own mind, you would have it happen kind of quote unquote off screen or, right. you know, maybe even with like a blue dot over it or like you'd hear the machine gun addling, but you wouldn't necessarily see like the, 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 the sort of, you know, blood flying out of his body and stuff like that. And you'd see like the uh, you'd see like the faces of the people seeing him. Get, yeah, get you'd see the faces that like the shock faces. Yeah, there'd be somebody like putting their hand over a mouth, like ah, you know, ah, <laughs> uh, you know. When I worked at Family Christian Store in the store itself, yeah, they uh, they had some books that were pretty violent. Stephen Law had books, and they had stickers on them, warning of that. Uh, like this contains, you know, mature content or something really? like that. And there were like, uh, little, you know, little warnings. Uh, and, you know, Jack Chick comics will often say recommended reading for adults and teens up front, kind of implying okay. if you get your hands on this and you're a kid, it's going to have something awesome in it. Yeah. Like, whoa, you know, put it down, meaning read it immediately. <laughs> Which I guess is a, a sneaky way to get kids to read it, right? I guess it is. Yeah. 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 Now you read a lot of Jack Chick 
uh, tracks as a kid, did you not? Not as a kid. No, I started collecting them in college. I was unaware of Jack Chick until... You were, you were collecting them kind of ironically by yeah. college. Yeah, I, I have all of them up through 2007, even the rare ones. Well, no, there's two that I don't have, but I'm not paying 200 bucks for a, a track. Now, and I, I have know, all the comics as well. I don't know a lot about Jack Chick. Is he still with us? Is he still making tracks? He, he he stopped making tracks long ago. Like His are the really crappy-looking ones. Then he hired a couple of really talented artists to make his okay. crazy fever dreams a reality. Okay. I think he's probably gone. He would be he would be in his 90s, and you know this is the kind of guy who eats like 17 pieces of bacon for breakfast and then smokes a pack. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, love I don't it. know. He, he, now, he's... you know what? I'm, I'm, uh, I've looked him up on, uh-huh. uh, on the internet here because I have that capability here in the studio. And uh, this says that he's still alive. He's 91 years old. Wow. Um, yeah, still. Angrier than ever. Angrier than ever. And he, he has a website, chick.com. Yeah, it's very fun. So I'm, I'm following chick.com right now. I'm, I'm going to it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Have you, have you looked at this in a not, while? Not in the last couple of years. No, let me pull it up. Oh, it's great. What dude. are you looking at? I want to describe it for the, the listeners. It looks like a website circa, like, 1999. Mm, yeah, they have you know not I mean? updated this. Like you would, you would go into Alta Vista and type in Jack Chick, and it would, <laughs> it would pull up this website back in the late 90s. You know, and they and haven't updated would, the format of these little saddle stitched uh, tracks in ever. I mean, the first one yeah. came out like in the 60s, and they're all they're still the same. Oh my gosh, dude! I don't even feel comfortable making fun of this. I don't even feel comfortable on this website. I'm going to close. I don't it. either. Yeah, I feel like this is going to. I'm gonna I'm gonna navigate away from it, okay? <laughs> You're already on a watch list somewhere just for yeah, that. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, hey, speaking of uh, uh, microchips in people's pockets, sure. Um, I got uh, email from Cody Anderson, who's a member of the uh, Gut Check Army. Cody, he's code. sending some. Uh, yeah, good old code. Yeah. Co- <laughs> what, what did you call him? Code. <laughs> okay, so we're on the same page. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, we're he, he's sending some uh, outdated uh, communications devices uh, really? our way. Yeah, Dude, this is exciting. When uh, when did this come about? Uh, a couple days ago. Do you know what he's sending exactly? No, no. He he said. Uh, hold on, let me read the. He he had a. Uh, Dude, that is great news. Script here. Hold on, Zach. I have to look up myself. Dude, I feel like a... our cup runneth over in this uh, in this regard, man. In terms of free stuff. Yeah, we, yeah. On the other podcast that I'm on, we got a sponsorship with uh, with missionalware.com. Yeah, I, I heard just, all about that. Yeah, like Calvinist t-shirts and so forth. And they're sending me a a hoodie with a picture on the front of Charles Spurgeon smoking a cigar. It's just Spurgeon. It's Spurgeon's gigantic head with a cigar in the mouth, and that's that's the graphic. I'm really excited about it. Ted, let me tell you something, and I don't know where you stand on this, but I am in no way above us getting, say, sloppy seconds uh, sponsorship wise from the happy rant. Okay. Meaning after you've already kind of like taken the sandwich and, and the three of you have taken like several big bites and left your yeah. slobber all over it yes, and then yeah. hand it over to you and I, which is odd since you're part of both groups. I'm glad um, you stressed out the sandwich metaphor. But, uh, it, you know, if, if you want to tell missional where at the end of your month there, oh yeah, my other podcast will do that, uh, you know, for a month. Um, yeah. send, send a couple more sweatshirts and, uh, let's talk. I, I don't think that that would be any kind of, uh, you know, a blow a to our dignity. Interest? No, I don't think it would either. And in fact, I'm going to send that email as soon as we get off the air because I really want more free stuff. <laughs> With you, man. Free <laughs> yeah. stuff is great. It's what makes it all worthwhile. It, so it that, all, I mean, like everything. Yeah, like life, you know. 
<laughs> wow, that got dark. Um, right. Now, speaking of the free stuff here, I've, um, I, one would think. Here, you remember when I told you my computer was about to die? I still yeah. haven't replaced the hard drive, just because okay. it's going to be such an overwhelming thing, and it keeps locking up, and it's so slow, and it's like, just kill me, kill yeah. me, and I'm like, no. Um, Okay, here's what Cody Anderson said. He said, where would one send some relic communication devices for the Gut Check Army collection cache? I gave him the address, and he says, some are less relic, uh, some are less relic-like than others, but they are definitely over 10 years old or older. Dude, Cody, that's I awesome. I love it. I can't wait to see what he's got for us. Man. Yeah, me neither. That's going to be the money. That'll be like a little Gut Check Chris present, man. Yeah, hopefully we get them before, uh, before you come up this way, and then we can, we can divvy them up. Dude, I hope so. I, I really hope so. That is awesome. Uh, well, my friend, it's uh, it's almost 5 o'clock your time. Do you have to go get the kid from uh, the thing? Got to do it. Yep. Okay. Uh, well, I will sign us off. Um, gosh. Yeah, I just drew a blank. Uh, should I, What should I say here? Should I just I say we'll see you next you time? You usually have an incredible segue at the Dude, end. Dude, I know. Yeah, a thing with a thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> gosh. Yeah. Boy, I got nothing. Maybe it's the... I'm leaving all this in is what I'm doing. Zach, maybe it's the uh, maybe it's the the ear infection talking, but uh, <laughs> maybe I need to, maybe I need to change the I need to, to change the little ball of uh, you know cotton in my refresh ear. refresh the the water in the hot water bottle the water in the hot water bottle. But uh, Zach, we have had uh, another great episode, man. It's always great to delve into Reraptured. Great to talk about uh, who you think is hot. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like even though we know each other so well, like we, we had never had that conversation. So uh, I feel like we have, I feel like we've had it with our wives present and, and, and found that, uh, quote unquote, their taste in men differs widely. Like we couldn't get who, why and who yeah. amongst we, celebrities. Like, like we're like, I wouldn't want to look like that guy. And, and I think that's how, how guys, you know, they, they, when they're jealous, yes. of like a guy yeah. who's like, you know, amazing, effortlessly you know. super cool looking and and stuff. Yeah. Um, but but you know we've never had it awkwardly in front of however many people, potentially yeah. infinite people, uh, listening. So well, you know what? Just by way of uh, wrap up, um, I, I don't think I'm alone in saying I hope there are some some listeners out there who find us hot. You know, um, and I'll just I'll leave you with that. <laughs> uh, this is me just. Openly and, and boldly hoping that you find us hot. And we will see you next time. Jesus, why can't I be more like you? You love me even when my hands are... Cut. Cut.